At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. We begin our number two of the Lombardi Line here at South Point Casino. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds. Of course, it's, it's presented by BetMGM. And Wes, I do want to talk some golf here because I know that right now live golf is not anything that the purists want to talk about, and I understand why because you, you, we don't like it, right? United States, we love, love our PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. We want to see the tour keep going on. Uh, but we don't know how much of an impasse this could really bring to the future of golf. You and I were actually talking about this before the show. You know, I saw Bryson DeChambeau, who's going to be a captain in one of these formats. Brooks Kepka is going to be a captain. They're going to yeah, start their little event. Yeah, keep in mind they have this team deal where they Corky. have four guys on a team. And I don't even know. I haven't seen a lot of books offer the team option mm-hmm. because – the captains kind of switch and the teams it, they didn't do like a snake draft. They did something kind of funky this time with it, but it seemed like, you know, the teams like you happen to have all the Japanese guys in the field on one team, all the South Africans, by the way, that South African team cleaned up at that first event, mm-hmm. just outside of London, when you had a uh, Schwartz and Brandon grace and, and you were on Schwartz to win. Yes. The, and you got a what? 30 to one. Yeah. And uh, so you had all those South Africans on one team. So yeah, this seems kind of weird. I don't really pay attention to it. And the format, by the way, is a little bit weird because it is a shotgun style. Mm-hmm. So it's, look, you don't have, because Patrick Reed kind of brought this up in his little press conference yesterday where he was talking about 
you know, I don't like the AMPM wave or I'm always on the disadvantage. You know, probably a little bit of whining, by the way, from Patrick Reed. Not that he's ever done that before no, necessarily, no, no. but, you know, this is shotgun style. So you do get everybody starts on a different hole. So mm -hmm. you might have some guys start on the 18th hole. Somebody's going to start on hole number seven. Somebody's going to start on the first hole. And it's a shotgun. So everybody's on the course at the same time. 48 players, it's only a three-day event, so it gets done pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why the guys, uh, besides taking all this money that they are getting offered, so maybe that's why these guys are are going ahead and playing this. Well, it's and again, for those that want to get into live golf and, and handicap it and certainly try to figure out an angle, remember that. The shotgun start means that everybody's not finishing on traditional 18th mm -hmm. hole that we see in the PGA Tour week in and week out, right? So sometimes you have to look ahead. Who's already played the quote-unquote tougher holes? Who's already gotten through some of those par threes? Who still has a par five to go, depending on where they are? So that's where the live betting element would get in. But when you look at a pre-tournament, remember, this is a 54-hole event. That is the novelty, if you will, that Liv Golf would like to say, and some would say the absurdity. I think the PGA Tour would look at that and say, it's not a real golf event if you're only playing 54 holes. Yeah, so, I don't really like this format, yeah. per se. I mean, you know, look, it makes it easier on players. Everything has its drawbacks and everything has its uh, benefits. But just, yeah, looking at this format, it's not really, to me, it seems like more of an exhibition and it doesn't seem like a real tournament, you know, where you've really got to earn because obviously these players that are uh, part of this league now, they're getting guaranteed money. Now, there was some speculation out there. It's like, okay, whatever prize money is a draw, like almost like you're a sales guy, like a draw against your salary. I don't know if that's true. A couple players, I know Charles Schwartzel and those guys came out and said that was bollocks and right. that that wasn't <laughs> true. But, but, but I mean, who bollocks. really, who really knows what's true? I, I he didn't say bollocks. I just like, to use the it's word a great works whenever I can. By the way, uh, and we had Len Hochberg on uh, last week to discuss a little bit of this, and I've seen this with, with Lenny on Twitter this week. Uh, Lenny, of course, was the preeminent golf writer for the Washington Post for a long, long time. And he, he was questioning for people that want to wager on live golf. How do you handicap guys that have have that guaranteed money? Because, you know, most of them do. But not all of them have mm -hmm. the Brooks Kepka, mm -hmm. Phil Mickelson money, the Dustin Johnson money. Do you look to the other guys that might still be motivated by a bigger paycheck in a 54-hour yeah, event? Yeah, I, I did in the first event, and it worked out, and I kind of did so in the second event. Now, keep in mind, this field a little bit stronger, and I'm just going yeah. kind of market average here because certain books don't even really have live golf up yet. Yep. Uh, DJ is the favorite seven to one. You would expect that Louis stays and he played in the first event about 10 to one, but you've added Abraham answer. You've added Brooks Kepka. You've added DeShambo. You've added Patrick Reed. <laughs> you've added uh, uh, Pat Perez. I believe Carlos Ortiz, also a new addition in this field. So you've added several players. So I did go a little bit middle, not too far down the board, but the three I played, I played Sam Horsfield at about 27 to one okay. Horsfield's already won this year on the DP world tour. He won in Belgium. So I thought, okay, this is a guy that's still a young enough player, just a few years removed from the university of Florida where he's not going to be set on his laurels like, oh, they're paying me a bunch of money. He's still going to compete, and he was, I think, top five in the first event, as was Justin Harding of South Africa. So going with the different South African this time, I went with uh, Schwartzel and Grace in the first one, and I'm going with Justin Harding here, who, by the way, has two top tens mm -hmm. coming in to this event. And then I took a shot. Uh, I only played three guys this week, obviously 48 guys. You can't play 10 guys right. on the futures board. Uh, Scott Vincent, 60-1, to one, who is from Zimbabwe, 
and he actually is in the top 100 in the world. Now, you probably never heard of the guy if you don't follow the Asian tour, the Japan tour. And by the way, he has won an event on both tours already this year. So I think a guy like that is going to use this kind of as a stage to say, hey, I'm a really good player and, and want to prove something here. So you're right. I don't know the urgency necessarily of a Brooks Kepka. Because all these guys were talking about yesterday is like, oh, gosh, we play too much on the PGA Tour. So and that's, tired. All, that's all they were talking about. And it's like, oh, you can make your own schedule. Well, not really. I mean, it's only eight events, but you're guaranteed you have to play these right. events that are scheduled on this live tour. And who knows if there's going to be more events next year. So, you know, it kind of thought that was funny to see these guys who literally can make their own schedule complaining that they can't but uh look I, I think guys are just looking for justification for the fact that they just right. they don't want to say like what pat perez did and i credit pat perez at least for being honest he goes hey i'm 46 i've been on the road you know 20 to 25 years you know since the late 90s i want a bunch of money and so i could kind of understand that. at least there was some truth to that yeah, i don't you know? want to play as much i want to play shorter events and i want to make double the money i was going to make in the pga tour i can respect that even if we don't like necessarily where the money comes from at least the honesty is there the transparency is there from pat perez so very interesting handicap because i do think there will be some motivation for certain players early on in the live tour and that's why I, i'm with wes on this i would shy away from some of the shorter favorites on the board right now in lift golf i wonder if that rings true this week for the john deere because you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Look, there's no other way to put it. The field at Live Golf this week is better. But it, there's more meaning necessarily uh, for who might win the John Deere and what it entails mm -hmm. for your career on the PGA Tour if you're not a made, man, a made man. And a lot of the guys that are on this list here desperately would love a win this week at the John Deere. Well, yeah, there's a lot on the line here. It is a downfield, I think, partially because of the schedule because you have the live event. Yep. You have a lot of guys taking this week off that just went through the grind of the U.S. Open, might have played the Travelers last week. So it's like, okay, I got to take a week off before I go over to uh, play at St. Andrews or maybe play in that J.P. McManus Pro-Am we mm -hmm. talked about yesterday, nine of the top ten in the world, plus Tiger Woods, plus a lot of other notable names are going to be playing in that next Monday or Tuesday. By the way, there's odds up at various shops. I know Westgate here in Las Vegas has them up. I'm sure some, several others are going to put them up. But for this John Deere, you were mentioning about opportunity. Number one, to get a win against a field that doesn't necessarily have the McElroys and right. the Roms and the Schefflers and the like in this field and also the fact when you get a win, you get a two-year PGA Tour exemption. That means you don't have to, you know, worry about your FedEx Cup. You don't have to worry about going to the Corn Ferry to try to keep your card and whatnot. And also the fact that you do get perhaps an open championship spot. If you're not already in the open championship at St. Andrews in a couple weeks, the top three finishers in this event that are not otherwise exempts, they're going to get trips over to Scotland to play at St. Andrews, uh, the home of golf, as they call it. So, <laughs> yeah, this is a very valuable deal. And plus to get FedEx Cup points and make sure you're in that top 125 to get in those FedEx Cup playoffs and play in those big money events in late August on the PGA Tour. So there is a lot on the line here at this John Deere, and I don't want to besmirch the event because it's a great event. By the way, it's oh, like they, 50. They so much it's been, it's been on the too. tour for 50 years. Yes. It's one of the best charity uh, it is. Uh, philanthropic, I should say, yep. fundraisers on the PGA Tour of any event. It's in a small market, Silvis, Illinois, right on the Iowa-Illinois border in the Quad Cities. This used to be called the Quad Cities Open. Deere has been a longtime sponsor. So, you know, 
that's the thing about it. It's like, oh, it's not a big name event. It's not a big money event. You know, it's a big deal to those people. It really is. And everything's focused on the players. I'm like, it's a big deal for the staff that works on putting on this event, this one-week event, all year. It's a big deal for the volunteers. It's a big deal for the fans, you know, which is what this is supposed to be about as well. So, uh, yeah, I went a little bit down the board. I did not like any of the favorites, really. It's like Webb Simpson, best finish last uh, was last week at the Travelers, 13th. He's been battling some injuries. It's like, I'm not going to take Webb Simpson at 10 to one to win this tournament, nor am I going to do so if Adam Hadwin or like a Denny McCarthy, they obviously contended a little bit on the periphery at the U S open and Sahith Figala. How do I come back to Sahith Figala after what happened to him on Sunday where he had that win right in his hand and then hits it on the lip of the embankment of the bunker, takes a double bogey at 18. Xander Shoffley gets the win. So uh, I went a little bit down the board. Obviously, long shots, by the way, is up at vcin.com or wherever you get your podcast. And then the daily newsletter, my plays, Brady Cannon's plays, Matt Newman's plays, all in there for this week for the John Deere. They have John Deere's. I also have some Irish Open plays from the DP World Tour, and then my three shots with the uh, live event in Portland at Pumpkin Ridge, which I thought was a tough handicap, too, Mm -hmm. going back to that. With the course. Because there's two different courses, and they're playing like a composite, so I don't have the usual stuff. They just didn't have a lot of information out there. So basically, bet and live, it's kind of like you're just throwing darts right now. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, the only play I've made so far here at the John Deere, I did take Patrick Rogers. Uh, at 35. I am also one. on Patrick Rogers. Awesome. He's actually my shortest shot. Uh, my boy from Hendricks County, Avon, Indiana, former Stanford player, uh, looking for that first win. By the way, he made his first cut here at the John Deere as a pro back in 2013. He was runner-up to Bryson DeChambeau back in 2017. So this looks like a good spot. Patrick Rogers going to want to win this thing, you know, finally get that first win. There's a reason why he withdrew from the Travelers last week. By the way, you know how much better I feel when, when I know that that's one of the guys that you're backing this week? I feel immensely smarter instantly. Yeah, when, when they miss the cut, don't send me that text, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more NFL. So come on back with us right here on the Lombardi Line on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN. Some quick updates here. Right now, you're looking pretty good here. one nothing Brew Crew still up on Tampa bottom three. Yeah, uh, Tampa got a runner on here with two outs, so we have the under eight, at least off to a decent start. By the way, a bullpen game for the Rays. Jalen Beeks only went the first two innings, and uh, that's what the Rays uh, go ahead and like to do. Milwaukee retires the side there, so we'll go top four. Milwaukee leading one to nothing. By the way, Oakland and New York. Uh, Yankees just started. Two runners on for the A's, just one out. Uh, runners on the corners, nothing, nothing so far. Two-run shot for uh, Reynolds, uh, no relation for the Pittsburgh <laughs> Pirates, but they are up 2 nothing early on Paolo Espino mm. and the Nationals. No runs for Houston in the first in Flushing, Queens at City Field. Still no score. One thing I want to get to before we get to our NFL talk in this segment, I did see something this morning. I don't know if the deal is done because oh. free agency in the NBA, right. I think these deals, like they got to wait a couple announced. days before they're official. Right. But uh, your old buddy, Shams Charania, reported that there was a trade in order this morning. And it's not going to move like any of the NBA markets, but it is going to be between Denver and the Washington Wizards, where Monty Morris and Will Barton hmm. would be going to the Wizards in exchange for KCP, Candavius Caldwell-Pope, and one Ish Smith. And Ish Smith was the one that stood out to me because if Ish Smith, if this trade goes through and he plays a game for the Denver Nuggets, he would break the all-time record for player playing with oh. the most franchises in the NBA. Ish Smith, by the way, has been in the league since 2010. So, look, uh, I know he's been well-traveled, but if you last double-digit years in yep. that man's league that is the NBA, you've proven something, and that's a hell of an accomplishment. But nevertheless, Ish Smith uh, made his debut in 2010 in the NBA. Look at these franchises he has played with. He's been with Houston. He's been with Memphis. He's been with Golden State. He's been with Orlando, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Oklahoma City, Philadelphia, New Orleans, back to Philadelphia, three years in Detroit, 
Washington, then to Charlotte for a year, and then back to Washington, and now Denver would be his 13th franchise. That would be the all-time record. Pretty impressive because it means you're coveted still. Yes. At some it means point, somebody wants you. Somebody's want you. willing to give you a paycheck yep. to play professional basketball in the NBA. So uh, uh, the very well-traveled Ish Smith. So uh, being a real estate agent, if he has like a particular, uh, you know, if, if it was like a universal real estate agent, you're very busy with Ish Smith. And coming from Shams, you know uh, – uh, that guy is so, on top so, of so it. So that trade's probably going to happen. Uh, it's probably going to happen. By the way, uh, very quickly, we already have a break between Big John Isner and Andy Murray. That break came from Isner, who's had stru- uh, struggled in his previous eight matches to do so. And uh, Murray had a couple break points to get it right back against Big John. But the American holds, and right now he's up 3-1 mm-hmm. in that first set. So, again... Pretty impressive start here for the big American. Every time I think of Isner, though, and by the way, he did reach the semis here at Wimbledon at the All-England Club back in 2018. I always think of that match between him and uh, Nicholas Mahu. Went on forever. That went like three days. Oh, I think goodness. it was like 70 to 68 because they don't do, you know, the automatic tie, tie break. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to win by two. It was 70 to 68 for uh, but the poor Frenchman, Nicholas Mahu, who is always remembered, I think, most, who's been quite a good doubles player over the years. But he's always remembered for losing that fifth sit marathon to John Isner and uh, Isner right now up a break three to one in the first set over Andy Murray. We'll keep it. uh, We'll update that as the uh, show progresses here, but I do want to get back to the NFL with some of these props. And we talked a little bit about yards, uh, maybe who's going to lead the league. Uh, And we talked about some longer shots. We like Derek Carr, potentially a 12 to one and certainly KCA Kirk cousins at 20 to one. But what about the most regular season passing TDs? And again, Brady, was on the shortest list there, plus four dollars for the yards prop. He's also tied with Mahomes at six to one for the most passing TDs in the upcoming season. And then you look at Stafford there, plus six fifty. Justin Herbert there, plus eight fifty. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers at nine to one. Before we get into double digits. Now again, you almost have to think about teams that don't run it well mm-hmm. in goal line situations that want to throw it. Now I know that normally I would pl- I think about playing the favorite and Brady here at six to one, but no Gronk. And think about what a trusted resource he is in that red zone. Uh, that's not going to be there for Brady this year. So I'm probably going to go off the beaten path a little bit. Do you handicap it thusly that it's like, all right, I got to take into account teams that don't run it well, say inside the 10, and might still try to utilize the pass game. To yeah, get I think certainly you would probably have to do that for passing TDs. And by the way, joining Tom Brady at the top of that at 6-1 to one is one Patrick Mahomes. Now, that would not be one I would necessarily want to play, even though he's certainly capable because of how what the Chiefs do, especially with their receivers like on end arounds. I know they don't have the cheetah, but they still have some guys on that team that, you know, they'll throw a little end around and, and run it in. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, can scramble. I know they don't want him to do that because he got hurt right. in that playoff game when he tried to do that against Cleveland. So, uh, yeah, I think when you're looking at that, you got to look at teams that maybe don't have that good goal line back per se, or, or don't maybe run the ball or got an unproven running back that they might not be confident a lot with. So that's why like, I might not look at Matt Ryan because I think, look, you get down there close, they're going to give it to Jonathan Taylor. They are. You know, and and why wouldn't you? He's arguably the best running back in the NFL. He certainly would be my my number one choice. Not that I'm biased there being an (laughs) Indianapolis Colts fan, but just looking at, at, at most touchdowns here. I'm looking for guys that are going to stay in the pocket by Mm -hmm. and large and might not run to your point, Kirk cousins, even though they do have Dalvin cook, Kirk cousins can run, but 
He's not a guy. You look at these guys a little bit ahead of him on the list. Like Justin Herbert can he, run a he little can bit. Use his legs, yeah. Joe Burrow can run a little bit. A Josh Allen can run. Dak can run. They even though they don't want him to. Russell Wilson can run. So you look at guys that are maybe more pure pocket passers, and I think probably Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford. Those are the guys that probably are going to stay in the pocket and you're not going to see them try to make as many plays with their legs. Uh, and obviously the same with Tom Brady, but as the favorite at six to one, and this is so wide open, you know, when you're betting like these type of props mm -hmm. or, you know, these type of things, you try to want to, you know, find at least something, not that there's not value in a favorite, but the guys that are favorites are favorites for a reason. And, and I got to tell you, I kind of like your Derek Gar, uh, Carr scenario here at 20 to one, kind of like you liked him for the, for the yards. Because, because he doesn't run. He doesn't. A lot. And, and they're not uh, Josh Jacobs. Maybe they'll be better this year, but it still feels like, boy, you know, Renfro in the slot inside mm -hmm. the 10 is almost mm -hmm. impossible to cover. Right, so I could see them and, utilizing Waller and Renfro. And you also Renfro. got to look at these teams that have like really good tight ends. Yes, and the Raiders do have one, one of the best in Darren Waller. So you know, Chargers like to use their tight ends a lot too uh, uh, down there in the red zone, and and they don't even have the quality of a tight end as like a Darren Waller or somebody like that. So that's what you're going to look at because that's who they're going to look at in the red zone. Now, no Gronk for Tampa Bay, but he's still got a, a bait mm -hmm. down there. So uh, he still at least has some targets. So that's what you're going to want to more look at because, you know, you get in that like second goal from the six or third and goal from the five, they're looking for that tight end in the corner right in the back of the end zone. Yeah, I really do. I think Derek Carr at 20 to one is a very playable number right there because again, uh, you also have to try to take into account, look, I'm with you. Matt Ryan is just not going to be that guy. You're going to give it to Jonathan Taylor uh, down there in that red zone. You're right about Kirk Cousins. When they have Dalvin Cook, they can try to pound that ball in. You know, Austin Eckler is going to get his share with Justin Herbert to take that away mm -hmm. in the passing touchdown category. Mahomes is the curious one for me because we're expecting regression almost team-wide, and they don't run it well. But, boy, we saw the red zone struggles that they had too when they got oh, inside yeah. the 20. Like Pat Mahomes a lot of times felt like he was running for his life to try to make things up. So I'd probably shy away from them and the shorter favorites on the board. Well, I would agree. And a lot of times you get these really good offenses, which I would consider Kansas City to be one of yeah. the best in the National Football League. But they get down there and it's so tight. Yes. And it's so compressed. And I think Peyton Manning brought this up in one of the Manning casts last year on Monday Night Football. When it gets, you know, he's like, I never like to be that close because it's so tight. And that's what you saw with Mahomes. He would turn it over a little bit because you just don't have much of the field to work with. And then all of a sudden you think that you, you know, you got to really time it and slide it in there in a very tight window. And that's very hard to do because what happens is a ball gets batted. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of traffic. A lot of things There's a wrong. lot of humanity there. So, you know, something gets batted up and it's like, then you get an unlucky interception against you. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Travis Kelsey, Blake Bell. So he's got some tight ends he can get the ball to. But plus you're going to see the receivers run like uh, Hardman or maybe like a Valdez Scantling. Sure. You're going to see those guys on end arounds uh, run it a little bit more, maybe more even than like the Edward Tolaire and Jones. So uh, there's why you see him as kind of a short favorite. And again, my Cowboys there, Dak Prescott at 14-1. Don't like the number because if you listen to Mike McCarthy and company, Cal Moore, they say we're going to be running the football. So they're going to try to pound it in this year.
uh, with Zeke and Pollard, I believe, when they get inside the 10. So maybe not the best number for Dak, even though it might be enticing at 14-1. I do like Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, a little bit down the beaten path there. When we come back, my goodness, UFC 276. Going to break it down with Lou Finicaro next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You're going to get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross as we continue the Lombardi line here on VEASAN. And Wes, I just got followed by Big Lebowski bot. So I'm expecting some negative Mm -hmm. tweets about my take that I thought Kingpin should be a $2 betting favorite over the Big Lebowski. It's rough in them Twitter streets. So uh, you you put the hot take out there, you got to deal with it, and then then you just mute them is is what I do. (laughs) It's like... I don't care what you think. You follow me. It's like the old uh, Hacksaw Hamilton line, the longtime uh, radio man in San Diego. I don't want your take. You want my take. And that's kind of how you got to look at it a little bit. Uh, By the way, quick baseball score update before we get to uh, Lou. Three runs in the first, by the way, for the Oakland A's. But nevertheless, uh, here come the judge. Here come the judge. Aaron Judge, two-run shot. Already three to two in the bottom of the first. So uh, that's a getaway uh, under that may not hit because we've already got five runs in the first inning. And still batting. Same thing with Pittsburgh and Washington, by the way. Two runs for Pittsburgh in the first. Two runs for the Nationals in the first. So two to two heading to the second. We'll update those a little bit later on in the program, but it is always great to have the man that I follow on Twitter, at Gamble Lou Finicaro. He is the host of the Bout Business Podcast. Lou, great to have you on, man. I can't wait for first strike on Friday, but as we sit here on a Wednesday and get ready for this UFC 276 card, my goodness, we've got two title bouts right off the top. You know, we were saying you could actually make Alexander Volkanovsky against Max Holloway, the trilogy fight. That could be the main event. Matt Santos and I were talking about during the break. That could be the main event. That's how good that fight uh, should be. Let's talk about that one there to start here in this trilogy. Because normally you don't get a fighter that won the first two to have a shot to get it back here uh, in, in the third time around. Volk, I think, is looking to say, I'm the best featherweight of all time. If I beat Holloway, I can lay claim to that. Max, right now, the betting underdog, about plus $1.55, minus $1.90 here for Volkanovsky. What do you make of the number, and what do you think you're going to see in fight number three? So, well, Dave, you and Wes, I appreciate you having me on so we can speak about this, number one. Number two, uh, I'll try and get over your choice of anything over the big Lebowski (laughs) as we move forward, (laughs) though that's going to be challenging for me. As, As far as the trilogy is concerned, It's been my feeling that I've been seeing an ebb in Max personally in interviews in and outside of the uh, octagon for a a little bit of time, and I haven't really wanted to say anything. But uh, what I saw in the 
outstanding display against Cater. And then what I saw against Yair Rodriguez was not a positive move. I think, if anything, it perhaps uh, is verifying what I think I'm seeing. And so I don't look at this fight as being as competitive as the first two. In the first two, I know there's a lot of white noise out there that Volkanovski uh, might not have won the first or the second. Those that believe Volkanovski didn't win the first fight should not watch UFC ever again. Those that thought that Max Holloway won the second fight, then I Volkanovski won the first legit. Mm-hmm. Volkanovski won the second via split decision. If there are those that voted for Max in that fight, no problem. I, that, mm-hmm. that was a close fight. I'm glad they're getting a chance to do this third one because we're going to put a period at the end of this thing now. We won't have to have a fourth. Yeah, I was actually in attendance for that UFC 245 back in 2019. Uh, Usman and Covington oh, was man. the main event. Vulcan Holloway Oof. was the co-main. And, 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 you know, I look at this price, and it's less than $2. And Volk, of course, has beaten Max Holloway in both meetings. No losses in the UFC for this guy. The last loss for Alexander Volkanovsky was very early in his career in 2013. So it's like, how the hell do you go against this guy? But then I look at this price. I'm like, okay, why isn't he like 275 or $3? So that gives me a little pause, even though I do agree with Lou's breakdown of the fight. And I would certainly favor Volk. And again, when, when, when Brian Ortega couldn't get the submission against Volk, he had two shots at it there, Lou, to, to get that done. At 145, what could be different? Like, could, could could we actually see for the first time in this trilogy fight, is there a chance that somebody tries to take it down to the mat and say, all right, let me get some definitive points with some control on the ground, or do you expect to see five rounds of stand-up? You know, Max has indicated in interviews that he's added some twists. I think he has to. Volkanovski, I think, has been improving since he we've seen him. I think he is gonna bring some different tools. I think this is gonna be a far different fight than the first two, Dave. I, I'm with you on that. And again, the over right now uh, is juiced slightly about minus 255 over four and a half rounds in the five round title bout. So we'll see how that plays out. But I'm right there with Lou. If you're looking at Max, how can you win differently? Well, I got to do something different. I can't just stand and trade for five rounds. Mm-hmm. It hasn't worked out the first two times. So I'm with Lou. I think we're gonna see a different style of fight Lou, do you have a lean to, towards the over-under? Might we get a stoppage, or do you think this is going to go all five rounds? And then the new judging comes into play. Well, and I was going to get to the new judging. Remember, right? you know, Max has power against some, but he hasn't had any against Volkanovski. So is the pitter-patter going to mean as much as the more thudding blows? Uh, clearly, in Cater and Emmett as well, the other fight, the thudding blows, even though they may, might might have been pushes and shoves, meant something. So uh, there's always the judging involved with the thing. But I, I think that as I look at this thing, Volkanovski wants to put an exclamation point on this, and that doesn't mean decision. Lou, uh, before we get to the main event, and that's going to be the middleweight bout with Israel Adesanya defending against Jared Cannonier, something that I thought was a little bit interesting down the board, and this, uh, I believe, is on the uh, prelim card before you get to the pay-per-view portion. It's very rare that we get a fight that's the rematch eight years later, (laughs) but we do have that now. It was supposed to be Jim Miller against Bobby Green, but it is Jim Miller against Donald Cerrone. 
Donald Cerrone, this was the headliner, I think, for one of the fight nights eight yep. years ago. And Cerrone knocked out Jim Miller with the head kick. But now you see Jim Miller. He is close to about, on average, about a $2 favorite over Donald Cerrone. These two guys, obviously, very much near the end of the career. So who do you go with? I kind of lean with Jim Miller a little bit. I just think that he still has the wrestling game, even though he's a little bit slower and has a lot of, you know, miles, at least on that engine mm -hmm. here. Donald Cerrone just hasn't shown me much lately that he can win fights anymore. Yeah, Donald's lost his last four. He's thrown a few grappling matches in there, lost those two, hasn't looked good, tried to fight Joe Lozon at 155 for the, the last three and a half, four months, couldn't get it done. Uh, I think that if this fight was at lightweight, it's priced correctly. But they took this fight because of short notice. And Bobby, first of all, Jim Miller needs to send Bobby Green a bouquet of flowers for getting out of this fight because he draws a much easier draw. Mm -hmm. That that said, uh, I, I really think that the key to this fight is that they had to take it at a negotiated 170 pounds. If you're going to give Cowboy any chance to win a fight, it's going to be at 170 against a guy that's a little bit undersized at 155. And so, yeah, Cowboy was the minus 200 favorite in the first fight. Now he's a big dog. At 170, that's priced incorrectly. It's it, That's too much for Cerrone. I lean surely to his side. And let's understand this. There's motivation on both sides. The winner of this fight, holds the record for most UFC wins in history. And the, both these guys are going to be going to the UFC Hall of Fame, that is for sure, once they decide to hang them up. Lou, we got about uh, 90 seconds to go here. Let's get to the main event because you look at Israel Adesanya here as a $4 betting favorite against Jared Cannonier. Comeback there's uh, plus $3 here. I think this is a trickier fight than the odds makers are going to make it for Adesanya here. Do you see trouble here in this potential five-round uh, middleweight championship bout? Well, I, I don't know. Adesanya is so good in his movement and defense and fluidity. I mean, I mean let's not uh, fool ourselves who he is. That said, this is his toughest challenge to date. Uh, had Costa shown up and left the red wine at home the night before, maybe we could have seen something there. But in this fight, I think there's a path to victory for Cannoneer, but it's it, it does not involve dancing around on the feet right. without Asanya. In fact, the, it, and, it, and it doesn't involve getting in and trying to take him down immediately either because that doesn't work. He has to chop the legs down, waist down. These are two different athletes, toothpicks against Anvil. And if Cannoneer can kill the legs, then he'll kill the body. Once he kills the legs and the body, he'll take them down and do damage and destruction. There is a path of victory to Cannoneer, and he's being insulted by this price. I totally 100% agree with that. And we're going to get into much more of that on Friday and First Strike. Very quickly, got 30 seconds. The Bout Business Podcast wins it up. It's up Friday afternoon, and it'll be a synopsis of my final positions for the fight card, whatever you do, listen to us on First Strike Friday because you'll have great opportunities to earn. Already looking forward to the show, Lou. Appreciate your time. As always, everybody follow him on Twitter as I do, at GamLou. Come on back and put a finishing bow on this edition of the Lombardi Line on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Point a trip to Vegas, convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligible restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We're wrapping up this edition of the Lombardi Line. A lot of day baseball going on here mm-hmm. on Getaway Day. We saw Aaron Judge. They're still trailing 3-2 to the A's. Go yard in the first inning. If he stays healthy, is there a way he loses the MVP in the American League? I mean, there's always some support for Otani, especially from some others on this network. I'm more in the judge game. But Mm -hmm. I feel like 
eventually it may go into a two-guy race unless your Navarez keeps killing it for the Astros. Yeah. So, you know, Aaron Judge, that's the whole thing. He stayed healthy last year, and that's why I kind of liked him going into this year. And like we said with uh, Casey 8, Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. earlier, contract year for Aaron Judge. So, look, uh, he's going to break the bank. Some owner in baseball is going to give him over $300 million, and rightfully so based on what he's producing. And, by the way, let's go up to uh, uh, the Bronx there at the stadium. Three to two A's. A's got the bases loaded with one out. Jamison wow. Tyone has not been good today, giving up five hits and a walk already in three earned runs gave up the three run homer in the first inning a's have a chance to do damage and that's why i was a little worried uh and it wasn't a three run homer i should say a couple doubles there judge hit the two run homer in the bottom of the first but that's why i was kind of a little bit concerned about laying it a little bit with the yankees here because they got to go to houston and start that four game set down there and they just played the Astros they went two and two at the stadium so that's going to be one of their big rivals in the playoffs they pretty much handled the A's they've already won the series so the A's want to get one on the board and that's why I wasn't willing to lay it I didn't expect that they would be up and already have three runs on Jamison Tyone so that is the score there Nationals add one in the bottom of the second now three to two over the Pittsburgh Pirates Rays get two on a misplay in the outfield by the Brewers two to one now Heading to the fifth, I've got the under eight in that one. And then top of the third, still no score between Verlander and Walker, Astros, Mets. Very sloppy that we saw there uh, with the Rays in that defense. So, again, if you had – excuse me, with the Brewers, if you've got the uh, Brewers' first five, you're going, man, just make a play, right fielder. Mm -hmm. That play was not made, but they go to the top of the fifth right now with the Rays having that two-to-one lead. I thought we had a fascinating conversation uh, with Lou Finicaro. Again, follow Lou at Gamble. We were talking about the main event with Jared Cannonier against Israel Adesanya. And Lou was emphatic about it. And I agree that there is a pathway for that $3 betting underdog in uh, Jared Cannonier to go ahead and get that middleweight strap away from Israel Adesanya. Make no mistake of who is he is. I mean, he's still a great fighter. But, you know, I look at the total rounds here, Wes, and I see four and a half. And again, potential five-round fight. I think the common theory is if it goes the distance, that means Adesanya is going to win via decision. And Cannoneer probably has the better opportunity to win if it doesn't go to the judges' scorecards, right? That you think the volume is going to come from Izzy. And we know we talked about new scoring a little bit, and that's a big deal right now in MMA. Do you almost feel like Cannonier, if he's going to get it done, it has to come inside the distance? You know, more than likely, even though you got to feel Cannonier. His maybe his best route to victory is to get in the wrestling game and see if he could take Izzy down. Izzy, obviously, the taller man with the longer reach. I feel like getting into a striking game with him, even not though Cannonier has very good power, mm-hmm. he's just not as accurate and just not as fast. So you feel like you know, you want to see him get it to the ground. Izzy, I know he has a couple finishes. He finished Paulo Costa, he finished Whitaker he the did. first time, finished Brunson. But if you look at a lot of his recent fights, the rematch with Whitaker, unanimous decision earlier this February. Really good Same fight. with Vittori. Same with Yoel Romero, Gastelum, Anderson Silva. So Izzy is more than willing, I think, to be a points fighter. You know, he's not a guy that's just looking for the highlight reel. He's, I think, a lot more of a cerebral fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, now that he's defended this title, I believe, uh, what is this? Uh, this will be his sixth he's title defense. Arguably the greatest middleweight of all time. Yes. I know that's up for debate. But, again, you do see that there, he'll pick and pick and choose his spots, right? And I think you're right on. If he feels like I can't get this guy out, I'll drag him into the deep waters and easily win a decision and show you my class and my style and all those things. 
Cannoneer does have a problem with gassing. Mm -hmm. That is true. Sometimes the gas tank can go out. So right now, the under four and a half rounds is minus a dollar five. So I kind of look at it. If Cannoneer is going for this and going for broke, that gas tank could come into play and maybe Adesanya could get a, a yeah. late round uh, stoppage here. We've seen this happen before, people, not that long ago. If you just go back to Yuri Prohoshka, he got a finish in the final 30 seconds of the fifth round. So I know mm -hmm. a lot of people go, well, why would you bet the under four and a half? If you like the over, just play it to go the distance. There can be late stoppages when guys get tired and that gas tank goes. So it's going to be a very interesting main event that we'll get to. And again, a shout out to the first strike crew. We'll have that coming for you on Friday. Uh, before we get back to Major League Baseball, I do want to update Wimbledon. John Isner did win that first set. So that, that break he had early, 6-4 in the first set, which I think is really good for the over, what was it, 40 and a half games? Yes. So that looks good. Yeah, when the underdog and Isner was about, uh, you know, what? 250? 230, 240 yeah. type underdog. Uh, Murray was getting the money, and so far no good as Isner does take it 6-4, to four, but you got to think eventually that there's going to be a tie break in one of these matches. Mm -hmm. And tie breaks are so good for overs because you're getting 13 total games. And when you bet a big over like 40, I think that, you know, that that's going to help here. And Murray, I think, has been playing a little bit better coming in. Isner did make the semis here in 2018. Isner's always been pretty good on grass. Yep. He's just never gotten that one, like, slam uh, right going right now. But 6-4 uh, uh, for uh, Isner over Murray in the first set. A uh, couple other matches also going on. Uh, Birdman of Alcaraz, Carlos Alcaraz, the five seed in, in the men's draw, does win the first set over Greek Spore. So he is up six to four, looking to advance. We have seen some upsets already. Mm -hmm. On the men's side uh, and, and really the women's side as well, uh, we saw Casper Rude, who is the number three seed. He was the finalist at the French Open. He goes out today. OJ Eliassime, a guy that I thought could go deep in the draw, he loses in the first round. Hercaz lost in the first round. A couple of COVID casualties with uh, Matteo Berrettini yeah, and Marin Cilic. So kind of opening up for Djokovic and Nadal, maybe to have a rematch here. Nadal has won the first two slams this year at the Aussie Open and at the French Open at Roland Garros. So uh, trying. Trying to get three, and then all of a sudden that gets real interesting and flushing. Can you do the Grand Slam in one year? Uh, with them back on serve in the second set, 2-1 for Murray. The live market here is Murray minus $1.05. John Isner now the favorite at minus 125. Would you be more apt now to come in on Andy Murray at basically uh, minus a dollar five. Lean, lean Murray here in, in this spot, but I'm just going to stick with that over 40. And uh, they're also, of course, we've got the men's draw. Sakari uh, trying to hold serve here in the first set. She is the fifth seed. Number two seed, Annette Conovate, went out today in the Ooh. second round. So the one that I bet on the women's side, I bet the uh, number three seed from Tunisia, Ons Jabour, to go ahead and win Wimbledon at 10 to one. It's less now, probably about seven or eight to one. But uh, Iga Spiatek, uh, uh, rightfully the favorite. I don't think she's lost in, in several months. And no. of course, uh, uh, won the slams earlier this year. So, you know, I, I look ahead and I see Nadal here uh, for his match tomorrow. Uh, he's minus 5,000 right now against uh, Barankis, who's plus 1,400. Uh, uh, Cispedis is minus 575 against Jordan Thompson, plus 425 on the comeback there. 
And Agut right now is minus $12 here against mm-hmm. Galan, plus $750. Kyrgios, who is a very interesting guy because yeah, mentally sometimes he's not he's a just, guy right? I really like to bet either because I never know if what I'm getting with Nick Kyrgios. And I'm getting minus a supremely talented guy right. or a guy that's mercurial that's going to quit in the middle of a match. And that's the problem with laying 340 with Kyrgios, uh, but he is a solid favorite there. But is there any danger in the second round for these guys? Are we going to start to see no, the Nadal start I, I to move on? I think some of these guys uh, clearing out of the draw, these guys, uh, you know, and I kind of like that Djokovic and Nadal did get a little bit of a scare. Yeah. The fact that they didn't go through in straight sets like they usually do in they that first pushed. round. I kind of like the fact that they each lost a set because it gets them refocused, I think, going forward. And by the way, Djokovic uh, not only already through to the third round, he won earlier today in straight sets one, four, and two over Kokonakis, the Australian. So Djokovic already through to the third round. So there you go. And that's why Djokovic was about a minus uh, $1.65 betting favorite to win this uh, event on grass coming in. So far, so good as he's navigated his way through the first two. But again, Andy Murray right now in a little bit of a trouble. I, I, I call him still the big four. Mm-hmm. Again, only four men have won this event the last 19 years. Andy Murray would be the fourth. Of course, the big three being Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal. And our Fed, sadly, was not able to play in this one. I hope we see him back at Wimbledon one more time. We don't know if we've seen the last of the The opportunities Swiss. are getting short, though, for that to happen. It absolutely is. Wes, always enjoy the conversation, my With friend, you. for the two hours. I want to thank Steve Mackinnon and Lou Finicaro for joining the program as well. Don't go anywhere. Got you covered all afternoon and evening long right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.